Welcome back to another episode of the Small Town Nerdcast. I am your wonderful, handsome, freshly toothpicked, because I went to the dentist host, Brian. And yeah, man, this episode is hopefully going to be a short one. A lot of news items and not a whole lot more else going on. But what is going on in my personal life is my wife has decided I am old and she loves me, and so we've been doing doctor's appointments. <laughs> no, I mean, first off, the, like, I have great health insurance, not humble brag, but because of the health insurance, I have a low deductible. We've met that deductible for the year, and so we've decided, let's go crazy. <laughs> let's just spend it on all the things that we can medically, because now it's all free for the most part. So yeah, that's what we've been doing. Um, well, we, my son, he, he, we, he's been having issues eating. That's kind of what started this whole thing off. Is he had some issues eating? We were worried it could have been medical and not behavioral, and so we decided to uh, see his uh, pediatrician. They decided they wanted to see some blood work, and we always feel bad. Uh, this is probably the third time that my son has. Had to do blood blood work. The first time he was a very small child. I think three. I think it was around three. And that's when we did like a genetics test to see if his autism if his autism was genetic. Turned out it wasn't. And then um, I think he got sick one other time. They had to draw blood. That was not fun. And then now this time. And so we felt pretty bad about that. And we decided, hey, maybe we should you know, do health checks on us. Like I'm 33 now. My wife is almost 30. She's 29, almost. All right, right? Like if I'm 33, 32, 31, 30, 29, 28. So she, I think she turns 29 next year. So doing all that. So I'm the old one. She's still young. But got our got some blood work done. And, you know, I've also, I want to kind of get serious about my health and getting back in shape because I've, for the last five years, have pretty much let myself go. I was looking at a picture of me on like one of my first comic book conventions and then like one of the last ones I went to are just like me now. And I'm like, what happened to that young, hot, sexy podcaster? Because <laughs> uh, I want him back. So we went, got some blood work and just a basic doctor's appointment. And today it, it just so happened they had an open because my dentist appointment wasn't scheduled until like December, but they just so happened to have a free up today and went to go see them today. So that's also why the podcast is out late is because one, I forgot to record it again. And instead of recording in the morning, I waited till after the dental appointment and it's just been, it's been a thing, man. <laughs> and so, uh, and Casey had one not too long ago as well, but I haven't been to the dentist in over 15 years. Like, it's been a long time. I was a teenager the last time I went to the dentist appointment. And I think I've been putting it off for so long because I was absolutely horrified at what 
problems maybe i think that's why i've like you put off going to the doctor and all that stuff because you're horrified like they're gonna find like the absolute worst thing they could possibly find on your body and it's terminal you know like whatever it is it's terminal and so i was always scared but decided to go in and they they said they were actually shocked um because it had been so long since I'd been to the dentist, like I said, over 15 years, they expected, quite frankly, they said they expected me to have gum disease. And I did not have gum disease. However, I did have what they called a mild case of gingivitis, which they said that pretty normal for someone who hasn't been to the dentist in over 10 years. But they said, oh, but we could probably take care of it with a little treatment. And like they want to see me, like the treatment's going to be over three visits over the span of like two months or something like that, or maybe even longer, maybe three months. And they think with that and me doing like a mouthwash that it will go away. They said they were like inspired because I did not have any cavities. (laughs) They were like, well, you must have been doing something right because you have no cavities and that's a good thing. And I was like, my God, how did I pull that one out of my ass? Like, honestly, that feels like a big win for me. But I do brush, it's not like I don't brush my teeth or anything. Like, I brush my teeth. I don't floss as much as I should. But, you know, I do mild mouth maintenance. And so I I, I would say I'm not surprised. But I, truly, I am. <laughs> but, if, like, if you watch my streams uh, on Twitch and stuff, you'll see my teeth. I don't think they look awful. I'm not sitting here like the one-tooth wonder or anything. But I don't have gorgeous teeth, you know. Um but so, yeah, that's what we've been doing. It was crazy, though, man. They did all kinds of crazy shit to my mouth. Um, and it, because it's been so long since I've been to the dentist, the advancements in technology is what, like, is so, like, eye-opening to me. Like, the first thing I did was go to a 3D mouth scan thing where I didn't even know these were a thing. It makes sense that they're a thing, and it's so much easier, but they... It's almost like when you go get your to the eye doctor. It's funny. I've been to the eye doctor a lot more. But, you know, you put your chin in this little thing. And then they'll, like, look at your eyes or whatever. Well, they have something quite similar but yet different for your teeth. So it's like a, it's like a contraption that goes over. Almost like a claw machine goes over your head. And I had to bite down on this little thing so they could get, a, like, a good look, get my teeth in the right place. And then it, like clamps down on your head so you don't move i guess or it it twists your head off if you misbehave and then like almost like an mri machine the thing spins around like i couldn't wear metal or anything which kind of terrifying now i think about it but spun around my head and took a like immediately turned around to the computer and i could see a picture of my skull which was insane and they could see my teeth and i was just kind of like oh my god like hopefully they never unearth my body thousands of or millions of years from now and see my decrepit skeleton <laughs> but no it didn't look as bad as i thought it it could have been but it was really cool seeing the technology and then for like the treatment on the gingivitis thing it was uh one part laser other part drill and lots of scraping which was terrifying but thankfully they use like a numbing cream on your gums so you're not like scra- like you're not sitting through a saw movie like the whole time or like living through a Saw movie the whole time. But it, it it was crazy, man. And like kind of thinking about how my dentist appointments went when I was a young child to now 
things just like while are similar seem so much more technologically advanced like they had a camera that they were just putting in my mouth like randomly to like take pictures throughout the thing and versus like how they used to do like x-rays and stuff like that it was just it was so fascinating to me man it's like just how it all went and and I just, I don't know, I was blown away. I, I think I need to start going to the doctor more often so I'm not so shocked and surprised by all the advancements in technology. Anyway, so yeah, that's what I've been up to as far as my personal life. And hopefully you guys are doing a lot better. Go to the dentist is what I'm trying to say because you don't want to wait for me. Look, I waited 15 years and I lucked out, but now I have to do treatments and I'm going to get like, Every visit, I'm going to get like a little drill and you do not want to listen to that noise and feel the vibrations in your mouth because you know what's happening. Like they numb you so you can't feel what's happening, but you can like, you know what's happening, man. It reminds me of when I was getting, uh, and I even told the doctor this, because uh, she's like, oh, I'm sure like this, like it's not as bad as you think. And I was like, it's true because I've had worse. You know, I remember, I think I've talked about it on the, I don't know if it was this podcast, or maybe it was uh, the BriFi podcast when I was getting shots into my eyeball for um, this, basically a buildup of uh, blood cells underneath my eyes, or my iris, which was causing my vision to get warped and actually causing a blind spot in my vision. And so I had to sit there, like they would numb you so you don't feel a needle, but you're awake and they clamp your eye open and you can feel them push a needle into your eyeball and then inject fluid into it, which is, you know, what kind of killed the blood cells and make them go away or dissolve them. I don't know what it exactly did. Only later did I find out it was actually a form of chemotherapy they were putting in my eye. So, yeah, I've technically had chemotherapy, which go me. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, I was like. Dennis thing, maybe not quite as bad. It lasted a lot longer than the eye injection, but the effects afterward aren't so bad. Like after the eye injections, I would have like my vision would, I would be, well, at first your vision's blurry because they dilate your eyes. Even though I told them why don't dilate both my eyes, just dilate the one you're going to do work on. But then like it's kind of sore and irritated like for at least an hour, like because where I was doing it, I, I was getting the injections done maybe an hour and a half to two hours away from where I lived. So driving all the way back home, it was pretty much sore. But when I got home, it was pretty much over. Like the pain was gone. But the dentist thing, I really don't, even now, it's been about two hours since I've had the procedure done, the treatment done. I don't really feel anything. But that's enough about me and my medical history now, <laughs> finally. Wow, I've been talking about that for over 10 minutes, and I apologize, <laughs> but hey, if you're younger than 30, this is what you have, to, like, start now, because or else you're going to have to do what I'm doing, a lot of old man procedures, <laughs> and it's not fun. Anyways, like I said, not a whole lot, um, just a quick bit of nifty nerd news stuff, and then we'll get out of your hair, man. So, up uh, first, Thor, Love and Thunder is finally coming to Disney Plus come September 8th. So be ready. If you haven't seen it, I, I've, I've seen it, watched it at a drive-in, which was a lot of fun. I loved the movie. I thought it was a lot of fun. Definitely aimed towards a younger audience, a lot more playful than the other Thor movies, and a, a lot sillier, which some people did not like. 
I happen to love it immensely. I thought it was fantastic. So I am excited. It's probably going to be like Thor Ragnarok and now Thor Love and Thunder are probably going to be like the two Marvel movies that I put on repeat. And as far as like when I think about Marvel movies that I'm rewatching, it like Thor Ragnarok was like the movie that I just kept watching over and over again. And now with Love and Thunder coming to Disney Plus, I'm probably going to put that one. It's just fun to have in the background. It's a fun movie to like to rewatch like Ragnarok. But I think Love and Thunder will be pretty much the same, you know. I think it's going to be something that'll be fun to keep watching over and over again or having on in the background, man. And I can't think of any other Marvel movie that I really do that with, you know. Um No Way Home's not on Disney Plus, is it? I don't think so. But like no other show other than what my son watches do I have on in the background like if I'm just chilling but Thor Ragnarok was that one show that I would always just have on because it was interesting enough where I could watch some of it and get a laugh and and you know enjoy it repeatedly but then it was easy for me to tune out and do what I needed to do while I was still playing anyway moving on to other movie news so Warner Brothers has Pretty much canned a bunch of projects going for our HBO or whatever, Discovery Plus, whatever whatever the fuck this merger company is. They've been canceling a lot of like HBO Max shows. Like, I mean, they're pretty much all but getting rid of HBO Max from what it seems like. They're getting rid of the Batgirl movie. They're canceling a bunch of animated stuff. However, the one thing that they're not canceling, despite how horrific the actor who stars in it has been is the flash movie and as it turns out reports are saying it is testing very 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 well with all their test screen audience in fact it's testing so well it is currently the holder of the highest rated dceu movie to date as far as testing on audiences go so despite what Ezra Miller has been putting out there in the real world, it seems like this movie is like a good movie. Or maybe this is propaganda just to try to make us forget about the horrible things the actor Ezra Miller has been doing. But I don't know, man. It, it It's kind of crazy. But honestly, it has a good formula. No, it's apparent from what i know so far it's supposed to be flash trying to go back to save their mother well i guess the character flash does not use they them pronouns just the actor but flash tries to go back to save his mom and i guess things go horrifically or not quite as planned but it's i mean it's based off the comic book i think it's flashpoint was the comic book where he goes back to save his mom but that ends up causing a whole bunch of different things to happen like bruce wayne doesn't come become batman his dad becomes batman instead Uh, i think aquaman and wonder woman are like at at war with each other are like atlantis is that where aquaman's from atlantis and i can't remember where wonder woman and the uh what are the girls called i can't remember (laughs) i'm bad because i don't really watch dc shit but like they're at war and like i guess superman's fucked up too i don't know but like things do not go as planned when he goes back and so they were bringing all these other actors who had played you know kind of like what marvel's done you know bring with spider-man bring 
previous actors that have played some of the characters that you know and love, and that's kind of like, you know, tugging at those heartstrings, those nostalgic heartstrings, and it, it's working, man. Nostalgia is the new black, so to speak, uh, as far as movies goes, you know, like Orange is the New Black, you see what I tried to do there, but I don't know, man, it, it's definitely hitting a good chord with test audiences, even though TV series has already done this. Like, this is not a new thing for Flash. I think this is a good way if you're trying to shake up your DC, like DC's entertainment universe to bring new characters in or change old characters to new characters to push a new lineup going forward. I guess this is the movie to do it in. We're like, oh, well, now this guy's the new Batman. Like, Robert Pattinson shows up, and he like, oh, like, I don't know, man. Multiverse shit. Like, Mar- what Marvel's done. And now DC's trying to do it, too, in their movie. I, I don't know. It's confusing. And I'm just... <sighs> I don't want to like this movie, but based on what test audiences are telling me, I'm going to like this movie. But then what happens to Ezra Miller after this movie is a success. (laughs) Like, do you keep them as your actor? Do you change them? Like, do you make them go on a crazy apology tour, serve jail time for the things you've done wrong? Like, what happens? And it's just really bad optics because then you take a movie like Batgirl and just cancel it for the most part as a tax write-off at worst, are because you just thought it wasn't going to make you any money at best, but I don't know, man, like, DC is not making me happy, and I probably will never, ever, ever, ever be happy with DC, other than Suicide, I like, I like Suicide, and I like the Batman with Robert Pattinson, speaking of the Batman with, uh, Robert Pattinson, um, the guy who directed it, what is his name, Matt Reeves, there you go. Well, Matt Reeves has actually just signed a multi-year contract deal with uh, Warner Brothers to basically do whatever he sees fit. He got the Snyder deal is basically what it is. And Warner Brothers kind of gets to pull away from Zack Snyder, I guess. I don't know. I don't know if Matt Reeves is going to be the new DC helm going forward like they were planning on with Zack Snyder, but we'll see. I loved the Batman. I thought it was really good. I loved Robert Pattinson's acting. I love all the secondary characters and the the gangster aspect of it. But I think Batman does well because of how grounded it is and how easy it is for people to wrap their heads around it. Like it's just for whatever reason, the Batman has always just been a very easy concept for general audiences to get behind. And that's why you see so many different iterations of it and so many people still like these different iterations of it is because I think ultimately the story rarely changes, but it is just easy to get behind. It's easy to understand how the process works. And to be frank, they have awesome villains. Like the bat- That's one of my favorite things about all the Batman movies is the villains in all of them because either they're high-profile actors acting in these, like, what do you call them, rogues gallery, or are they just other, I mean, still high-profile actors crushing it as, like, villains. So it's exciting. In fact, I think there's supposed to be a Penguin spinoff 
So, like, that's going to be another thing that Matt Reeves is doing, and I don't really know what else he has in the uh, in the batter's box, so to speak. Or no, the batter's circle. There you go, the batter's circle, because the batter's box is where you go to actually hit, but the batter waits in the batter's circle to, like, come up to hit next. So, you know, what's he got sitting there, man, on the sidelines, on the bench, in the batter's box? That's what, or batter's circle. That's what I'm trying, I'm trying to integrate sports talk. Okay, I'm trying to be that guy. <laughs> anyway, so what else did I want to talk about? Oh, so we talked about the Matt Reeves thing. Also, uh, rumor mills going... Well, I say rumor mill, but these both have been confirmed by people attached to these movies. Uh, National Treasure 3, their script has been finished, and now it's waiting for Nicolas Cage's approval on whether it could push forward or not. And this is probably one of the most excited movies I've been about, or like... This is the most excited I've been about a potential movie happening because, one, I love the National Treasure movies. It just, it tickles that funny bone or that little treasure hunting bone that everyone has because there's just, it's so much fun, like, finding a secret or, like, solving a riddle or a puzzle, like, most recently i've gotten that by doing an escape room it was like one of the first times i ever did an escape room i think i talked about it on the podcast i can't remember went with a work group to do it and just the satisfaction even though it's not even a real situation you know it's all made up and you're just solving these fun little puzzles to team build or do whatever it is distract yourself from the void for like a few hours and solving these little puzzles and the satisfaction of hearing either a jingle or some satisfactory sound to say that you've solved this little riddle is the most rewarding experience in your life. And that experience was something that I felt watching the National Treasure movies when he looks at a part piece of parchment with a riddle on it and you watch them break it down and solve it and go right there and there's the next clue. Like that was such a fun thing to watch so that's why you do like fun like i use after that i think geocaching was like one of my favorite or geocaching was like one of my favorite things to do where people would hide these little geocaches that you could fill out to say haha i found it you know and you could track them on your phone and some of them had riddles to them because they weren't just laid out like hey this is where it's at and so it was so much fun to do that kind of stuff and like it was all because of the movie national treasure uh, the second one, I don't remember quite as much. Maybe it wasn't as good as I remember, but I still know there were parts of it that I enjoyed of it. Um, but the third one, I don't know, man, for whatever reason, I I'm on board for a third movie. Uh, other movies that have been announced are kind of spread the rumor of in the works because it hasn't been announced yet, but, uh, Kenan Thompson, I think he was on Jimmy Fallon is on one of the late night shows where he talked about that they are working on a Good Burger 2 movie and Keenan's supposed to be teaming back up with Kel Mitchell, who I follow on Facebook for some reason. I can't remember why, but uh, they're working together trying to get a new Good Burger out, which I think could be fun. Like I said, man, nostalgia is, well, I mean, it's always been popular, but man, I feel like in the last five years, it's really, really been popular. But this is like now hitting my nostalgia, like the movies I grew up with, man. You're getting remakes of like 70s and 80s movies. Now you're getting like remakes of the movies like in the 90s that I grew up with. And so Good Burger 2, I, I, I'm so stoked for. I think it would be fun, man, because I just can't wait to hear like, Welcome to Good Burger, home of the Good Burger. Can I take your order? Like, 
that when I saw that skit, um, what was it? Um, was it all that? Was the yeah? It was like the kids Saturday night Saturday Night Live was all that. I used to love that show, man. You had like Amanda Bynes, uh, Keenan and Kel. Who else came from that? Um, fuck, was it Josh Peck? Was he in there? Like Drake and Josh, they came from that. Like God, man, the guy who plays one of the voice actors on Avatar, he was on that. Like I don't know, man, and it was just. It was such a fun show, and I loved it. Like, like when I was a kid, that was my Saturday Night Live, getting to watch that and watch these stupid skits. But I thought were so funny back in the day, and so I don't know what I'm, what I'm trying to get to is I'm super stoked for Good Burger too, and I hope you are as well. Let's see if that's all that I really had. We talked about Love and Thunder. Um, you know what we haven't talked? I can't even believe I forgot to talk about this, man. So last Thursday. Guess what finally came to Disney Plus? That's right, She-Hulk. You didn't have to guess. I was going to tell you anyway. But She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, came out. And episode one was so much fun. And it hit all of the right notes for me. All my boxes were checked off. And I can't wait, man. I, and I don't want to spoil too much of it. And I mean, I guess this is kind of like the review portion of the show. We'll talk a little bit about this show a little bit more now. Because, look, if you don't have Disney Plus... You're probably not going to watch this show anyway, <laughs> but if you do have Disney Plus, pause it right now. Go watch She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, and come right back. I'll wait. I'm done waiting. So yeah, man, first episode, kind of, I didn't know how it was going to start things off, but I think they started it off the right way. In fact, I even read an article that said this episode one at first was going to be like after the midway point, like they weren't going to explain how Jen got her powers and became the She-Hulk until like halfway or a little over halfway through the series. But at some point, someone decided, well, maybe Kevin Feige, maybe someone else, maybe it just didn't test well, that they decided they're going to flip-flop and bring this episode now to the first episode, made a few changes to make it fit with episode one, and explain her powers right away, get it out of the way. And they even allude to that in the episodes like, all right, since you guys are probably going to have a hard time understanding, like, I forget the way she said it, but it's like, look, you guys are probably going to be confused unless I explain this, so let's get to it. And then whoosh, flashback to her and Bruce, like, talking, and, like, it looks like they're having, like, a family vacation of sorts. Something happens, Jen gets in an accident, and Jen and Bruce get in an accident, and his blood gets mixed in with her blood into her bloodstream, and that's how she gets it, which is uh, not... From my remembrance of how she, her origin story is in the comic books, different, but not extremely different. I believe she was, she's either in an accident or gets shot and needs a blood transfusion. Bruce is the only one close enough to save her life and thankfully has the, uh, the similar blood to hers that she can accept his blood. Um, so not too far from the comic book origins while not exactly the same, man. And so you see her getting her powers and her struggles or lack thereof to control it. And while it's not explained in the show, some people's theories online, uh, which I actually like and I kind of wish they would have explored that deeper, is the reason why Bruce Banner, his Hulk was so much of an alter ego and like two different people is because for his origin stories, I believe he like watched one of his parents die or one of his 
parents killed the other. Something, something horrific happened in his childhood, which caused him to have DID. Uh, was it dissociative identity disorder? And so the Hulk persona is actually another from from the DID that he has. And where Jin doesn't have that kind of trauma in her, like that, she doesn't have DID. So she doesn't have an alternate persona when she be when she hulks out. Like she's still just Jin. But you know, they talk about a lot of stuff about like uh social struggles and just struggles in general that women have over men and how Jen's had to deal with a bunch of this stuff, being a woman and not only just her field, but just being a woman and how, you know, she thinks she can control her anger, which she obviously can. And it's interesting. Some people are just butthurt about it, which I don't understand. Like, oh, she's a woman. She does things better. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and she explains why. So fuck off, dudes. Go cry. Go cry in your little cribs. Okay. Go, I would say go cry to your little, what's his name? That Tate dude who got canceled, but yeah, he got canceled. So you can't go cry to him. <laughs> or maybe he's over on, what's that Donald Trump thing? Truth, the truth site, whatever. It's like Facebook, but for crazy people. Anyway, if you didn't know what side I linked, now you do. <laughs> uh, but like I said, it goes on, uh, things happen. She gets back into her daily life because she just wants to be normal. She just wants to be a lawyer. She doesn't want to be a superhero. That's not what she set out to be because it, it's kind of fun to watch this because, you know, Bruce, like, Banner thinks, I don't know why, I just call him Bruce like we're friends. Banner, it's just easier to understand for people, believes that, no, now you have these powers, Your your life is... It can't be normal, which, I mean, is true, but why can't she want to live a normal life? Don't force her to live a superhero life. Let her be who she wants to be and try to, like, live the life that she wants to live. And that's all she wants to do. Of course, you know, with all superhero things, super things seem to find themselves and, and interject themselves into those people's lives. And so that's kind of what happens at the end of the the episode and then you find out like although she wants to be normal it's going to be very difficult for her now and, and now that she has the abilities that she has but i love the show love the humor of it the fourth wall breaking is fun and it just it fits nothing feels out of place nothing feels like it's trying to be shoved down my throat and I might be biased in that because I I don't know, because I just want to like things. But I was just super in love with this show from the moment it started to the moment it ended. And it's definitely a very strong first episode, much like with Miss Marvel. And so I feel like Marvel's been killing it, man. All these, starting from, what was it, Moon Knight? Until now, man, I feel like they are just rocking this phase four TV stuff, you know. And I mean, they've been killing it since WandaVision. Like, was it, yeah, that was the first one that came out, right? Because Loki was after that, I believe. So, I, I mean, Marvel's been crushing it on DC or DC Plus on Disney Plus, and I'm just excited to see where it goes, like how this show goes. There's going to be cameos coming up that I'm excited for. We know Daredevil showing up. We know Wong is showing up. The Abomination. Um, I believe the villain, the female villain in here is, is it 
Titana, Titania, or something like that. I can't remember what her name is. Not too well-versed in all of her um, villains. So I'm excited to see what happens, man. Like I said, the show, strong and very exciting in my opinion. And I can't wait to see how that all pans out. But also speaking of She-Hulk, the actress who plays her, uh, Tatiana Manzlani, I believe that's how you say it. She recently said in an interview, like, she was actually turned down for a couple of other Marvel projects before she scored this role. And even the, I think it was the director or the writer for She-Hulk. I can't remember exactly. Um, I'm trying to go through an article that talks more about it. But, like, it was like Tatiana and then, like, the director or writer both were turned down for other Marvel projects before they got cast or and hired for She-Hulk. Um, but for Tatiana, she was supposedly auditioning and maybe in, even in the run for uh, the female lead in Venom. Like, she was going to play opposite Tom Hardy in Venom, but ended up not going that way. I can't even remember who actually um, in that movie as the female lead. Because I'll be honest with you, I still haven't seen Venom. <laughs> I haven't seen Venom at all, and um, I'm not too ashamed by that, actually. I just, I don't know, man. Other than the Spider-Man movies, I'm not too into what Sony's doing. But yeah, so she was turned down for that role, which I think ultimately works out for her better, because now she is the headline, like the main character in her own series, which could potentially lead to movies so yeah man i think you made out a lot better than being some dude's love interest just saying so she hulk turning it long disney plus go watch it now coming on september 8th thor love and thunder so like i I love giving these ads for disney plus even though i'm not actually sponsored by them in any way shape or form but they just they put out great content man um but that's pretty much it. That I haven't really been doing much else. I tried streaming a few times uh, this past couple of days, but just things pop up and interruptions come up. I'm going to have to go pick up my son from school in the next couple of minutes. But yeah, other than playing games, uh, just working. and Oh, Little League World Series is on. I like watching that because, one, I like baseball, and two, watching these tiny kids just give it their all while fans cheer for them like they're professional athletes is just so entertaining to me for some reason it just it's like the epitome i think that's the right word of american entertainment and sports and us taking things way too seriously because it's just a game at the end of the day and in fact these kids aren't even paid to be there like they're not professional athletes yet they are held to as such standards as professional athletes and it's always fun to watch these games play out because like i said i can't stress this enough they are not professional athletes so they are not athletic like them they don't make the same type of plays like that. Now, granted, they make some amazing plays for kids. I've seen it. But there are some times where you, you realize they're just kids, man, just out there. 
but the announcers are trying to treat it like the net there. Yes, there are announcers. If you don't watch the Little League World Series, it's like watching a professional baseball game. And then the announcers are talking through it and they're trying to like sugarcoat like an error the best way they can. As in like, like a ball gets hit to a kid, like a line drive, or if he catches it, batters out and he just bobbles the catch, like makes a horrible catch or like non catch and drops the ball. And they're like, wow, you know, that was a, a real rocket right to him, and you know, that's a tough ball to handle that really ate him up. Where, in all actuality, probably should have caught that, but you know, they sugarcoat it in a way that makes it seem like, wow, that was like a big effort play that just didn't work out in his favor. And I think that's why I like watching <laughs> the Little League World Series. But yeah, guys, that's pretty much it for today. Thanks for watching. I still need to pre record my September episodes because at this point, I'm not going to have a month off at all, which is what I wanted was like a month off, but I desperately needed in October. So I'm trying to pre-record a bunch of episodes so uh, that way we can get into it. Like I said, with what we did over in Twitter where I asked you guys, when did you hear? You wanted to hear cartoons, uh, the cartoons that I watched growing up, and I'm excited to get onto that. And I have ideas to make the episodes a little more fun than just like normal episodes that I do. And... I was going to record one today, as right after I recorded this, but I left all my script information and like my outlines that I wanted to go through with the shows at work. And I don't go to work till this weekend. So I either have to redo all my research, yay, or just wait till next week to try to record pre, pre-record a bunch of these episodes. So we'll see how that all works out. But anyways, thank you guys so much for listening, and we will see you guys next week. Later!